Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talent Talks. Today, we are excited to be joined by Andreas Wartenberg, Managing Director and Chairman of the Board for Horton International. Today, Andreas will be sharing his thought leadership on how best to prepare your business for POS lockdown success. Andreas, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Yes, well, hello, everybody, and um, thank you very much for inviting me to that very interesting blog today. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to talk about uh, some of our findings and strategies. All right. Well, let's jump right in. It's a topic that's on everyone's mind right now, so away we go. How is Horton International preparing an exit strategy for post-lockdown success? Well, that's a complex question, but of course, that's at the moment the most important question. I mean, the question how to prepare for the post-lockdown success. Well, first of all, everybody and our organization as well has to see that, well, there is there was something something going on, something which was completely new to us, which was a bit frightening and which was in some cases or for some of our business areas a little bit dangerous. But now we need to see that we have to look forward, we have to look in the future and we need to prepare. So that that's what it is. It's to, to look into the future and prepare yourself for a post-lockdown success. So how can that be? As you know, Horton International is one of the leading executive search businesses around the world. And how do we prepare for our time after the crisis we are in at the moment? Well, we stayed very close to our clients. And to just give a little hint what will come later on in our discussions, we are using the 5R um, method, the 5Rs, um, to prepare ourselves for the time after the crisis we have at the moment. So it's about reflect what has happened, resolve what's now. Um, it's about reimagine and redefine, but also looking off, look, looking into the revenue streams. Where are revenue? Where's revenue possible? What can we do in what area? And of course, reaching out. Because we cannot sit down here and wait until everything is coming to our desk. We need to be proactively, proactively on the candidate side as well as proactively, of course, with our clients. And that's the most important thing. Don't wait, be proactive. And this could look very different from country to country or from business area to business area. When creating a post-lockdown strategy, you referred to the five R's of success. Can you explain to our listeners what these five R's are? Yeah, well, I started a little bit in the last question, but, yep. but yeah, here we go again. So the first R, of course, is reflect. Reflect is what, what was, so what has happened, what have we done, what decisions have we made, what, what was was it what 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 hit us what surprised us what was um going wrong or what have we set for for decisions and for strategies in the past few months and how are they so how was it how was it reflecting what we have done what decisions we have taken and of course thinking about all the decisions and all the things that happened to us in our businesses that happened to us in each of the countries we're operating in. Well, the next R is 
resolve. Resolve is all about, so what, what have we discovered so far and what's the actual status? So where are we at the moment? So looking at um, discovering what, what has happened so far also includes um, have we seen dramatic downturn in some business areas or do we see some dramatic uplifting opportunities in other business areas? Now, if we want to resolve that, we should be do it right now. So if, for example, some of our employees just have decided to do something different and leave our organization, we need to fill the gaps. If we've seen some, well, extraordinary, excellent performances over the past couple of months, we need to look at our employees and our top performers and how can we encourage them to go on and, well, perhaps beyond their targets and beyond their, their goals they have so far. So resolving is about looking what can we do right now in regards to what has happened. The next point is Reimagine and redefine. Now, looking first into what was, looking then into where do we stand now, the next one, of course, reimagine and redefine is what's next. What is our business model looking today and what's the opportunities for the future? Where do we go for the moment? What clients do we serve at the moment? What candidates are in the process are normally in our range of business and what's the future? Are there any business, any additional um, opportunities for us? Could we possibly attach some other candidate pools? Is there anything in the business we haven't done yet? Is there any business model, any service, any solution we possibly should consider in um, to, to incorporate in our complete um, portfolio um, strategy. So reimagine and redefine is looking to what's next, what is possible. Now two R's are missing and one of them is revenue. Where do we earn our money with? <clears throat> Will that be possible for tomorrow and the day after as well? Revenue also means what is the best area, what is the best service, what is the best solution or product product to, to really get some revenue into our organization. As we've seen through the crisis, some of the companies out there were very creative in producing services or products relating to the crisis, which they've never done before. Now that's the question for us as well. So where is the revenue coming from? Past present and future. The last R, but well, a very important one, if not the most important one, is reach out. And that's all about communication. Staying close together with your candidates, staying close together with your clients for our business, but might be different than other businesses. If you are a manufacturer, if you are a retail company, you probably need to communicate with your clients, with your supply chain people and organizations. You need to have a look. You need to have to be close to them. And close to them does not mean always and every time asking the questions, do you have any more business 
can you buy a little bit more for me? Can I sell a little bit more to you? Communication and reaching out means staying closer together and communicate as human beings. That's a wonderfully detailed answer. It's tremendous the way you broke that down, and I thank you for doing so. How do you best determine what your competitors are doing differently, and how do you use this knowledge to strategize internally? Well, one one insight to our competitors comes directly from our clients because they telling us what our competitors do to them or do not to them. So, of course, we have a network of, of peers and peer groups within our competition, but we're also talking to our clients and candidates about, so what are you experience from our competitors? Now, if we are hearing something which is very important, which impressed our clients, well, we think about if we could do the same thing or something similar. But also, if we hear from our clients what they don't like and what they see from our competitors and what they would see in a different way, the kind or the way of being served or the the way of being uh, candidates being presented or delivered, then, of course, we try to, to review our own processes and look in our processes and see if we do the same or if we do it differently. And if we're doing the same way, how can we improve and how can we not run into the same fault as some of our competitors obvious have done? We're speaking with uh, and getting wonderful information from Andreas Wartenberg, who uh, is the managing director and chairman of the board for Horton International. And you use Zero as an example of a company that has taken the time to reach out to clients during the pandemic. Have client relationships become even more important during the pandemic? And how does strengthening current client relationships help a firm during a pandemic? Well, I would say definitely that the client relationship is coming to the most important thing during a pandemic, during a crisis. It's always some things we've discovered in the past few economic downturns in former years, in former times, and it shows again in the pandemic time that this is very important. Though the client relationship Well, it comes down to be human beings. It comes down to talk as human beings, to communicate as human beings, and therefore building real relationships. And I don't talk about those relationships where you're just asking the same questions. We had that thing a few minutes ago. Um, We are not just talking about buying and selling and offering and accepting and negotiating. We're talking about real relationships. And that's possibly something which is the big difference. Now, if you are in a crisis, if you are in that pandemic thing, then you are building even more relationships, but real relationships, I mean, human being relationships, you show interest for each other. So if you have your video conferences, your your video conferences with your candidates and your clients, very often you can see the family in the background because everybody is working from home office. So does that disturb the business? Well, not completely. There are times when that is not okay to have somebody in the background, but there are times when having somebody in the background shows 
shows your your human being and shows your normal life and that makes you a little bit more a businessman but also a normal human being and that's what it is and that's what makes it so interesting and so important so we are getting closer to each other we are getting much more into a real human being mankind a, a real relationship between human beings and that after a pandemic will be the key to success because well if you are getting more onto the relationship and friends side of things then it's much more easier to talk about the pure business selling accepting negotiating buying and all the escalation stuff it's much more easier to have those conversations after that again and that shows as well who do i really like and in loads of our businesses loads of our businesses might it be services might it be products in loads of our businesses out there in the world the human side of being the human relationship accepting and liking people i do business with is is getting much more important and being the key to future success it's so funny you bring up family in the background. I've got a cat two feet away from me to my right, so I understand exactly what you're saying about that human element, and uh, I think that's that's terrific. I hope you and your family and everyone uh, in your business are doing well through this time. Thank you very much. I hope the same for you. Thank you so much. There are certainly many things that businesses can do to begin to prepare for a return to full business post-lockdown. The most proactive companies will certainly have the advantage. Thank you again, Andreas, for sharing your insight, and I hope we speak again soon. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure for me to talk to you, Rob, and I'm absolutely wishing everybody out there in the world listening to that podcast the very best, good success, and very good relationships, and future success through that. Ah, well said. That's all the time we have here today. I'm your host, Rob Adams, alongside Andreas Wartenberg of Horton International, and this is Talent Talks. Talent Talks.